Shvius, Perik Beis, Mishnah Zion, 2-7. The previous Mishnah had talked about the amount of time it takes for a plant to take root in the ground. We had different shitas, three days, 30 days, two weeks. We said the halacha is that it's two weeks, 14 days. And be that as it may, whatever the amount of time it takes to take root, our Mishnah here will talk about four particular types of produce that their halachic status depends upon when they take root. Now, that's unusual in as much as the uh, time, the relevant time for other types of produce uh, is other stages of their development. That is to say, if we want to decide what year a fruit belongs to or a vegetable belongs to, so there are different criteria and there's all the difference in the world because when it comes to, say, tithing, one must tithe fruit with other fruit of its similar year. And similarly, you'll recall that, for example, in the seven-year Shemitah cycle, so years one, two, four, and five, the proper second tithe is Meister Shani, whereas in year three and six, after Meister Rishon comes Meister Ani, the tithe for the poor, and so on. So the question arises, how to determine which year a particular fruit or vegetable belongs to? The rule is, when it comes to uh, fruits, in general, the rule is it goes after the chanata of the fruit. Now, chanata um, defies English translation, um, but the idea is um, it's when you, you know when a, a flower gets fertilized. So then, um, in the depths of the bottom of the flower is where the fruit will grow. And um, what happens is eventually the leaves fall off, the petals fall off, I should say, of the flower, and then at the base of the flower. Um, where it used to be, start will start to grow a small little fruit getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So chanata either means when those petals fall off and there's like little tiny, tiny vestigial fruit growing at the, at the, at the base there. Um, or it can mean a little later on at the time of Onos and Maestras. We'll see more about that in, in Mesechus, Maestras, Bez Hashem. But the point is, it's when the fruit is very, very small, um, like just, you know, beginning to emerge. That's called chanata and the year to which a fruit belongs is when that chanata occurs. When it comes to vegetables, so we basically go at the time that the vegetable is picked. Let us say when you, we don't look at when the cucumber started growing. We look at when you harvested the cucumber. And if you harvested it before Rosh Hashanah, it belongs to the previous year. If you harvested it after Rosh Hashanah, it belongs to the current year. That assumes, of course, that when we do the harvesting, the fruit is um, not far past its fully ripened stage of a fruit fully ripened and it's ready to be picked before Rosh Hashanah. You just ignore it and wait till after Rosh Hashanah. And then it could be really belong to the previous year. But in general, the rule is that the vintage, the year to which a, veg, a vegetable belongs is the, the uh, time that you are of Lakita, the time of harvesting of that particular vegetable. So we have Hanata for fruits and Lakita time of harvesting picking for vegetables. Um, <clears throat> there's another um, category for for the types of foods that you cultivate for their seeds, um, which could either be tavua, grains, like wheat and barley, etc., or what are called kitneos. Um, again, there's other kind of plants other than, than grasses, cereals that are grown for their, their, their seeds, their grains. So that means all kinds of seeds, legumes, pulses, you know, peas, beans, etc., <clears throat> All those, uh, as well as olives, for a reason, um, those go after one third of being fully grown. 
So once they reach a third of their growth, uh, that's when they've now reached reach the stage that defines which year they belong to. Um, how to define a third of the growth, we'll discuss later on in a different Mishnah. Not now. So that's based the gist of it, that, that the possibilities are chanata for fruits, the falling off of the petals, or the onosomysris, the small fruit appearing. Lakita, the time of picking, once it's fully ripened, for vegetables. And then one-third of its growth when it comes to olives, um, grain, and um, kidneys, you know, legumes, etc. There is, however, in our Mishnah, another category, a fourth category. Um, and that category has to do with when it takes a root. That's what we're mentioning over here. So the Mishnah will say that these four particular types of produce, the time, the year to which they belong, depends upon when they took root in the ground, as opposed to when they're picked or when they became ripe, etc. Now, the reason why these four are exceptional is because um, they don't necessarily um, ripen at the same time. So what could happen is you could have from one crop of, let's say, rice, the first is rice. So it could be that the rice, half of your rice crop will belong to the previous year, and half of your rice crop will belong to the current year. And that will be, you know, possibly confusing, very difficult in terms of, of what to tie them what, etc. And to avoid that, it's been set up that the year to which the rice will belong is the uh, the um, when that rice took root in the ground, says our Mishnah. <clears throat> so that'll have um, some significant enough uh like all these things do, uh, in the regular six years of the Shemitah cycle to do with um, which tithe you give and which tithes, which year each of these produce belong to, because you can only tithe a given year's produce with the same year. You can't tithe even for truma, let's say, second year and third year produce together. Um, and when it comes to Shemitah, it'll have enough um, in terms of if the fruit has Kedusha Shviyas or not. And also very re- relevantly, and will be kind of a focus of our Mishnah here, there's a rule, which we mentioned before, um, but now we, we come to it you know, again here, of Sfichen. So Sfichen means, our, Sfichen are plants that grew by themselves. They weren't intentionally uh, planted, but if you're you know, harvesting your, if you know, that's to say, for just for example, if you have a wheat field, you have to plant the wheat every year, wheat kernels the ground, and after that, wheat grass will grow, and then the wheat stalks will grow, and then you'll harvest the, the ears of wheat, and you know, after that, your field will be empty. After you harvest it and do the ingathering, it'll be an empty field, nothing there anymore. You just have like the stubble at the bottom that you cut, that you didn't cut, like, you know, grass that goes brown and dies. That's it. And then, then it'll be empty. And if you don't plant again the next year, essentially your field will be empty. Nothing will grow because you've taken all of the grain away. But, of course, when you do harvest, um, a few kernels will drop and fall and, and go here and there. There's wind, there's birds, and so on and so forth. So what will happen is, even if you don't intentionally plant a wheat field, a bit, a few stalks of wheat will grow here and there by just natural causes, not because you planted it, but because it grew by itself. Um, and that's called sfichen. Sfichen are plants that grew by themselves without someone intentionally planting them. So the Torah permits sfichen, that is to say, in the seventh year, if stuff grows by itself and wants to plant it legally, one is allowed to eat it. It's just part of the it has kedusha shviyas. It's shmitz produce, but it and it can't, you know, it can't be, can't be wasted. And you can't treat it like normal commercial produce, etc. Um, but it's mutter to eat. However, the rabbis forbade sfichen across the board, um, and they said, "Listen, people are just." Their observation was in their time, people were cheating willy nilly. They kept on breaking shmita. They would basically plant stuff and then say, oh, we didn't plant it. It just sneak and it came by itself. Um, and 
basically there was this widespread Shemitah desecration. And for that reason, the rabbi said, forget it, no Svich at all. We're not allowing any kinds of foods that grow, you know, just this year uh, to be eaten. That is in contrast to, let's say, fruits, fruit that grows on trees. Obviously, you can't plant a pear seed and get a pear out that in the same year of Shemitah. So the pear tree would have existed long before Shemitah came in. And that being the case, there's no such restriction on Svich for things like um, fruits that grow on trees or other kinds of fruits that are just not um, cultivated at all. They grow wild in general. Um, just in the bushes, you know. But cultivated produce um, is all forbidden in the seventh year. <clears throat> so here we're going to focus and we're going to say, when is the rice, etc., um, going to be forbidden under the rules of Svichen? So the answer is going to be, says the Mishnah, if the rice took root before Rosh Hashanah of the seventh year, so it belongs to the sixth year, and it doesn't have Kedusha Shvius and doesn't have the restrictions of Svichen. If the rice took root after Rosh Hashanah of the seventh year, it has Kedusha Shvius, it's got the Isr Svichen, the prohibition against it, and all that kind of rice from the seventh year would be forbidden to be consumed, um, and have Kedusha Shvius, etc. So that's the thrust of our Mishnah. Let's see inside now. Mishnah says, these four types of plants, Ha'orez, Orez is rice, Allah recognizes Orez as rice, and the Dochan, Dochan is millet. Millet, a widely consumed um, grain um, in the world, but not too much where Jews live, but certainly um, there's who knows how many countless tons of millet consumed every year by human beings elsewhere. The pragin. So pragin in modern Hebrew, pereg is poppy, as poppy seeds. And uh, many learned that this is also indeed that pereg, that poppy seed. Um, it's very possible not, very possible that it, it, it's actually sorghum. Sorghum also a massive crop in Africa and so um, and even southern United States, sorghum, who knows how many hundreds of millions, probably of tons of sorghum is consumed every year um, worldwide for humans. Um, but we, we are not in our diets in the in Israel or America so much, where Jews are. Be this may, so pragam, let's translate as poppy, um, but very possibly it could be sorghum. But shumshumin, shumshum is uh, sesame, sesame seeds. So with those four things, rice, millet, poppy, or maybe sorghum, and sesame seeds. Shish Rishu, if when they take root, is Lifnei Rosh Hashanah, is prior to Rosh Hashanah, Misasrin Lishavar, so the year according to which they are tithed is the previous year, before Rosh Hashanah year. Umutarim Bashfias, and if that year was the sixth year, so then even though they just take, took root in the end of the sixth year and they grow more um, properly in the seventh year, you can harvest that rice or sesame seeds, etc., in the seventh year, and eat it. It doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas because it took root back in the sixth year. Vim Lav, if it didn't take root until after Rosh Hashanah of the seventh year, so then a Surin B'Shviyas, then it's forbidden on Shviyas under the restrictions of Svichen. Umis'asin Lashana Haba, and it will be tithed on, according to the following year, meaning if, for argument's sake, it took root after Rosh Hashanah, then it belongs to that subsequent year, even if it's not Shemitah, like in the fourth year, let's say, if fourth year is after Rosh Hashanah, it belongs to the fourth year. If it took root in the fourth year, fine. That's our Mishnah, <clears throat> and uh, there's no other opinion brought here. However, it's um, worthy of note that the Rambam paskins based on a Tosefta uh, that not like our Mishnah. And the Rambam lechor is the halacha lamaisa. So the Rambam paskins when it comes to these four uh, types of produce: the rice, the millet, sorghum, or poppy, and sesame. That the the year to which these belong is not when they take root, 
spider mishnah, but rather um, the year when they finish their growing and they become you know fully ripened, um, and that's the Ramban Paskins.